The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson, CEO of Huckabye. Joining me today is Ahmad Abusamak, who is the SEO manager at one of the top three banks in America, a leading financial institution that offers a wide range of banking and financial services to individuals, businesses, and institutions. Yesterday, Ahmad and I talked about SEO for local versus digital experiences, and today we're going to continue the conversation by discussing the importance of authority and authenticity for AI SERPs. This podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Ahmad Abusamak, the SEO manager at one of the top three banks in America. Ahmad, welcome back. Thanks for having me, Jeff. This is an interesting topic. When you say 
AI SERPs. I'm assuming now everyone's noticed on Google and definitely on Microsoft or on Bing. When you're searching, they're actually like telling you this is like AI generated content that's coming back. Is that what you mean by an AI SERP is the actual, this new SERP experience that's coming back to the user? Absolutely. The difference here is the lack of source from Google. So whenever they are coming up with all these generative uh, responses, sometimes it can be lost on the user where the, the source is. And I'm fighting to remain relevant in a world where, you know, Google's going to continue to try to remain, to keep it basically everybody on Google. <laughs> I mean, we were always competing with Google first and then our competitors second. Yeah. Um, the way that this has always been is, is Google's had rich results, had position zero uh, results, and all of that was built out to just kind of keep people on Google anyways. So this is just another way for, I feel like, Google to just kind of continue to serve what it wants to serve and keep people in their own funnel. And we're hoping that we can at least be the answer that they use. And hopefully that means that we can continue to still get the traffic to our site um, in the end. Yeah, I mean, I learned about structured data you know, years and years and years ago at Overstock when I was at Overstock. And now my company, Huckabye, we actually have a product, a structured data product and how important, you know, position zero or rich results. But you're right. This is now like rich results on steroids. And in some ways, Google's saying, heads up, this is generated by AI, not really us or our algorithm. <laughs> uh, it's almost like a disclaimer saying, by the way, this is coming from a machine and not actually our algorithm that has been trusted and you're used to for all these years. Right. So you're right. It's a different playing field. Every time they change, you know, the rules of the game and, and what's showing up in the SERP, uh, you got to change as an SEO and, and react to this new AI driven SERP. So what does the authority and authenticity of a website impact its ranking in SERPs and these new SERPs. It seems like that's sort of what you're suggesting is the way to, to, get, to get in the mix. Right. There's only a few ways to kind of get ahead. And the best one is going to be authority and, and authenticity in a particular space. It works well in niches and it works well in, uh, you know, the general market. If, if you're working at a big enough company where the the site ranks um, for those types of terms. And, you know, what you want to do is kind of lean into what you've already been doing. If, if you're a site that's been doing white hat SEO this entire time and, and creating quality content, what you want to do is just kind of go back, refresh, and maybe find ways to bolster either the content to ensure that it's got its sources, that it's easily digestible because the bulleted format that Google likes to use now with the generative search is going to be something that they pull straight off your page. And so that on top of creating author bios, something to lean into the source that you use to create this content and ensure that everyone knows that it's a credible source and here's why. And so building out that portion of the page and then going maybe a step further and kind of creating a structure to your site that builds out um, an entire page for an author and 
has their full background on there, what they've been doing, what they uh, were experts in, and you know, continue to just build on why you should be the authority in that space and uh, why your answer is the answer. So when you, when you say authority and authenticity, you're referencing, like, can you give us some specific examples on how to create that? So like, I like the idea of like, this isn't just written content. This is written content by this person who's an expert and here's their bio. Here's where they went to school. Here's why they know so much about this topic. Is that what you're saying is the way to establish this authority and authenticity? Because when we think historically about authority, it's all backlinks, right? That was basically how you generated it. How do you generate these? Can you give us some examples of how to generate authority and authenticity now in 2023? So highlighting the work that this particular, so in the financial sector, and this is very specific to the financial sector, people that are mouthpieces for either a certain market or a certain product, um, you know, be it like savings accounts or, or whatnot. If they're a mouthpiece in that particular product space, then they're going to have a built out plethora of other content. So you're going to be sourcing the fact that this name is now tied to your content. And that name was already a high authoritative name to speak in that type of way so like if you ever used um what's the the guy that uh dave ramsey you know like that that's a that's a perfect example of uh authenticity and, and authority in a space uh dave ramsey is just a guy he's the debt king he quite literally has a ton of content when it comes to debt consolidation and then that spiders out into all facets of finance you'll be dealing with personal loans or credit cards or, or retirement accounts. And so if you're just a person that people know in a space and you create a piece of content for someone, you know, Dave Ramsey is obviously a huge, easy, you know, one to reference, but this works at a molecular level with all different kinds of people that create financial content. That's wild. I just looked him up. He's a radio host. Now he is. <laughs> so he's a radio host that became the authority on money management. Very interesting. Yeah. I tell you what, he's he's a one-man band that actually uh, has the same amount, if not more, uh, market share than a lot of these fintech aggregate sites. And so when you get someone like that to write a piece of content for you or someone within your space, that's one way of doing it. But obviously, everyone's not going to have that type of experience or outreach when it comes to like their personal website. So what you can do personally is just bolster your localized reasons for authenticity and authority. So building out just almost what you would historically think of as a backlink strategy, but just kind of building up like, hey, what have you done in the past? What have you what are you here doing now? And why are those things relevant? It'll help over time when it comes to beating out the next question in, in line to take rank number two. So that's what we're doing right now to, to fight and, and keep that, uh, that rank spot that we got now. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. 
Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, I would say with any, you know, algorithm update, and obviously this is a huge one by bringing a bunch of AI results in, there's winners and there's losers. Like you always hear about the losers, like the guys that disappeared from page one and, you know, they're crying a, a river, but somebody replaced those rankings. Do you find that there's just less rankings now? With AI-driven results, like that's one of the things, like you, you look at the results, you're like, I don't even know where to click on this. Yeah. So now there is there just sort of like one or two like links and then that's it? Because that's that's kind of a problem, right? I mean, it's there's a lot of losers now with this update if there is just one or two answers coming back. Right. And if you just look at how generative search looks right now, the huge box on top takes up the entirety of the screen. Yeah. Then you have to scroll just to get to the paid ads. So you've already scrolled and you're only getting served paid ads. Yeah. The issue with organic being like the actual authoritative, like part of the, uh, the people that earned their way into Google search is, you know, you have to scroll that far to get to them. And then even then you still might run into, you know, either the people also ask parts of the uh, search landscape and with infinite scroll, you'll get ads again. Yep. So you'll get ads at the bottom of the page, but it's, since it's infinite scroll, you don't even know that you're at the bottom of the page and you just kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're hit with, with paid ads again. So it, it almost feels like organic is a blur essentially when you're scrolling. Have you found from your own personal experience in talking to other SEOs that, that site traffic from organic has gone down as a result of generative AI generative search? I feel like just in the financial center sector, me personally, I've just been kind of tying the dips in traffic for us just to the economy. Essentially, what we're dealing with at like a, a global level is what I feel like I've been largely pointing to. But there probably is some data that could be shown that once you know, generative search was fully launched that, you know, a certain percentage of our traffic was was probably dipping on more research related pages. I would say that the dip in traffic would be largely isolated to answer seeking pages. So product related pages or like homepage or whatever, I, I would doubt would see a traffic decline. But probably more on like the learning pages, uh, FAQs or something like that would largely see a dip in traffic since they're, they're getting that straight from the search results. 
Yeah, I remember. Uh, and also Google no longer gives credit to structured data FAQs, which is sort of, they're, they're now, you know, finding them just organically. I wonder, yeah, if it has sort of just dropped <laughs> off as a result. Do you have any examples of sites that are doing this sort of authority authority and authenticity in the AI space to, to sort of capture these spots? And I'm sure when you do get the top spot, I mean, you're getting like 95% of the traffic or something crazy. Yeah. Any websites that you could point our listeners to, to like, this is how it's done. These guys are are ahead of the curve and doing this right. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, financial companies that are doing this right now, especially ones that have like affiliate sites tied to them. Because not only are we dealing with the authoritative and authenticity issues of AI, but Google also switched up their uh, syndicated content strategy. So self-referencing canonicals are not the way to go about things. Now, if you're a part of a syndicated content network, you'll want to obviously like put the, the canonical to the, the parent source. So a great example of a site that's using like an author bio to boost their authenticity and, and authority in a space would be NerdWallet. They're an aggregate of sorts. And so their authenticity in a space is extremely important um, if they're going to speak on a certain subject, since they are not the actual owners of the product. Their, their main bread and butter here is their authority in their space. So if you go to a, any particular page on NerdWallet, you'll likely see a author on that page. And that author name will likely be hyperlinked to their author bio and the author bio is going to go a little bit into you know other articles that they may have written um, topics that they are you know experts in and, and any of their credentials education or past experiences so these are the things that i'm saying as far as examples go will help you in this ai experience moving forward especially for for content related sites that are, are mainly based off of just interaction and engagement with customers, you're, you're going to want to make sure that you cover your bases when it comes to how you created your content. Yeah, this is interesting there. If, uh, I'm just looking at the 11 best balance transfers and 0% APR credits for October 2023. And they have it's by NerdWallet and then it clicks to a bio page that actually is the author NerdWallet. This is interesting. So they're playing the game, aren't they? Yeah, they're definitely playing the game. And, you know, there's some specific names that you'll see on different articles as well. So they'll they'll give credit to the actual uh, people if, you know, they have that type of authority in space. I'm sure they generalize it for content that may not have been made by an expert in the field. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have to take a look at that example. Cool. Any uh Final thoughts that we missed uh, discussing the importance of authority and authenticity for AI SERPs? Well, I'll leave you on this. Google has said that with the advent of AI content, that their cost of crawling all sites is going up. So to try to mitigate that, they'll be crawling your site less. And what you want to do is ensure that you're keeping a finger on your log files to know when they last crawled your site and ensure that when they did, you had your best foot forward there and um, ensuring that your, your content was ready for that type of uh, 
authenticity or authoritative crawl. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There's going to be content bloat, enormous content bloat with AI now, and they're not going to be able to crawl at all. So your amount of crawl time most likely from Google is going to decrease. And that's just the fact of economics. They only have so many bots out there crawling the internet. Um, and they're probably not going to, you know, 5x that number because it's very expensive. So when they do come now is a more important than ever to put your best foot forward. Absolutely. Have the site be fast, the content being able to be indexable, the right content, the right thought, you know, the sort of referencing the authors, all these, these tips and tricks that you've, uh, you've given us today. Put your best foot forward because who knows uh, when they're going to come back again. Right. Because once you get that first rank, it's hard to, to come back once you've lost it. There's only so many chances for them to come back and, and recrawl and for you to have it formatted in such a way that it, it's read perfectly the first time. Yep, absolutely. Okay, that wraps up this technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Ahmad Abusamak for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Ahmad, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. All right. Thanks to Jeff Atkinson, our technical SEO guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is huckabuy.com. H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 